This episode of Voices of the Elephant is brought to you by SiteGround. Welcome to the Voices of the Elephant podcast. Each episode of Voices of the Elephant brings you an interview with a member of the PHP community. From project leaders to user group organizers, we talk to the people that are helping make the PHP community special. Welcome to another episode of Voices of the Elephant. My name is Cal Evans, and we're here in beautiful Las Vegas at ZenCon 2017. And my special guest today is none other than the head of the Las Vegas PHP user group, Mr. Joshua Copeland. Say hi to everybody, Josh. How you doing, everyone? Now, as I said, you're, you're the leader of the local user group. Tell us a little bit about how you got into leading a user group, and um, then we'll talk a little bit more about um, the different aspects of running a user group. Uh, so a uh, great guy here in town, Adam Englander, was running the group about three or four years ago, and uh, I, uh, uh, he always used to recruit a lot of us because uh, I worked with him, and he's like, let's start a user group up again because there was none here in town. and. You know, I attended a lot there and to the point where he started a couple of other user groups and basically he was getting stretched a little thin. So I mm. took over the group and been running it for the past few years. Now I'm trying to find my, uh, you know, um, next apprentice. So, <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, gone for full circle. Well, that is cool. Yeah, the um, the best groups are the ones that, that do have multiple people working on them. And of course, everybody knows Adam. Um, I've had him on Day Camp for Developers. He's um, doing an awful lot in the community with cryptography and helping us understand the right way to do stuff and not to roll our own cryptography and all kind of yeah, stuff. He's, yeah. And he's speaking here at ZenCon as well um, on a cryptography thing or cryptography topic. Um, what's the hardest part about running a user group to you? Um, you know, keeping everybody interested and the momentum going is always, uh, you know, a challenge. If you let the kind of day-to-day slip on keeping that thing going, Mm -hmm. uh, your attendance drops and, you know, the excitement drops. So making sure you're always getting interesting topics, interesting speakers, and really just, you know, sponsors, that whole deal. Um, That's, it's it's a challenge to kind of keep all that stuff moving forward and keeping everybody kind of, you know, engaged, really. Now, what do you do to overcome that? How do you, how do you keep the momentum for PHP Vegas? Oh. So meetup.com is a great tool, obviously. Everybody's using it to really organize their groups. But uh, leveraging the email kind of function and also trying to start up, you know, micro communities in a sense where you're getting Twitter, Facebook of your own user group and really mm-hmm. trying to... Um, you know, talk not only connect to the other user groups around you, but connecting with the community that you're in with uh, other PHP shops that are around you and things like that. Yeah. Well, that, that's very true. Uh, I run the Palm Beach or the West Palm Beach PHP user group in Florida. And yeah, you're right. Keeping that momentum is, is very important. And, and if you can keep the energy high, 
then that solves a lot of the other problems that, that you've got. Now, are, is it just you, or do you have a team of other people working with you, of other volunteers that help keep the group working? I've got uh, a couple of volunteers. Uh, one really solid guy is Robert Cox here in town. He helps out with the uh, group a lot, so I'm hoping eventually he can get to the point to where he can take over the group or, or someone like that. I, he just had a kid, so he's like a, he hasn't showed up for a little while. So. <laughs> So now, uh, but um, it, it's all good. We're, I, I, I'll definitely keep this thing running, uh, and I don't want to see it die. Because when I was in college, nothing like that existed. No user groups or people giving free information. I mean, you were on your own. Yeah. And now that we're in this environment where everybody wants to share, I mean, take advantage of it. And I want to keep that going, especially uh, in towns like, you know, where there's not much going on like that. Yeah. Now you, um, this is the third year that ZenCon has been here in Vegas, and you've managed to, to hold a user group meeting here at ZenCon all three years. Um, tell us about that. I mean, it, does that help boost the excitement and uh, of the group, or um, do you mainly just see the attendees show up for the one more talk? It's a mix. We have our user uh, users that are typically there every month actually you know, come out here to Hard Rock and, and uh, visit us. But we do see a lot of cool faces that we've seen almost over the last three years uh, show up at the user group. And the, the, those meetings have always been 50 plus people and just a lot of fun, you know, a lot of good people. Uh, you were at you were at the last one here. It was nice, uh, you know, uh, talk about Nomad and stuff like that. And um, So, yeah, it's definitely um, uh, awesome having it here, especially for the third year. We look forward to having it, especially if they have it again uh, here in Vegas, which mm -hmm. seems like Zen's kind of hunkered down here, so we'll see. <laughs> yeah, I, I know this year you had um, Damien Segui who gave a talk, mm -hmm. and then you also had uh, Samantha Quinos. Samantha, yeah. And so, yeah, that, that just a great opportunity for your users speakers. to... Um, to get in, in front uh, or to get listened to um, some fantastic speakers. I know Samantha, every time she speaks, she just blows me away. Oh, so. bombshell, yeah. yeah. That is great. Hey, um, now you're speaking here at ZenCon, and you're talking about continuous integration, continuous delivery using Docker and AWS. Mm -hmm. Tell us a little bit about what your talk was about. So uh, one thing I've been tinkering with lately is a product called Terraform made by HashiCorp. Uh, it allows you to kind of uh, do art infrastructure as code. So being able to quickly spin up an entire uh, stack for you to use on AWS very quickly, mm -hmm. repeat that so you can quickly make a dev, RC, prod environment. Oh, nice. That repeatable kind of uh, uh, process was very attractive. and. I didn't see anything open source that actually showed how to do all this stuff. So hmm. put that together for the tutorial. It was a lot to cram in three hours, but <laughs> I got some really good feedback on how to make that better. But a lot of, a lot of people there did get through the tutorial and uh, That's good. really liked the whole solution. So um, And with Docker and um, uh, all that kind of like with auto scaling with Amazon's ECS service, it's it's just a great platform to kind of scale really quickly, you know. Yeah. Very cool. Um, yeah, I know a lot of us have over the years come up with our own solutions for doing that. I've had two or three myself, you know, the the right way to build my dev and then my staging and then my prod, but it's good to see that somebody's automating it so that we can start forming some best practices around this concept. Hey, before we go further, uh, let me give a shout out to our sponsor, SiteGround. 
Every website needs a host, but we know we're developers, not all hosts are the same. Look, if you're looking for a solid and secure host for your website, your web application, or your web store, check out SiteGround. They are rock solid technical people. They are easy people to work with when it comes to support, but most importantly, they're fun people to be around. Now, if you run into them at a WordCamp or a PHP conference, stop by and talk to them. You'll see what I mean. More importantly though, when you're ready to select the host for your next web app, check them out. You can find more information about them at SiteGround.com, and of course, make sure you tell them that Cal sent you. Okay, now you've got one more talk. Now, I don't know if you've given it or not, but you've got one more talk on the schedule, and you're talking about Xdebug. Now, I'm old school, okay? My debugging technique is now and has always been Vardump and Die. What does Xbug give us that Vardump and Die doesn't give us? So being able to, in real time, debug through your application and actually visually see or even alter the way that your application is running during mm -hmm. runtime is just unbelievable because now you can start to see those edge corner cases very quickly versus having to you know, put different kind of inputs and refresh a page, check the output, and kind of do that over and over. And so it just makes you more productive. There, and, you know, there's every now and then where Vardump, there's nothing wrong with it per se, right? <laughs> it just makes you more productive using tools like XDebug. You're yeah. going to, you know, make your life a little easier in the long run. And now you can actually, um, when you've got a breakpoint set and you're stepping through line by line, you can actually change variables and then continue execution. Change the value of a variable and continue execution. So you can, you can test different ways your code should behave, correct? Absolutely, I, yeah. I, I can it, see the in my talk, we show how to do that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Which, which is a kind of a, yeah, at first when you do it, you're like, wow. In JavaScript, it's the same thing, you know, but uh, it, yeah. it's really fantastic to be able to do that just to kind of see, okay, what if this was, you know, 101 instead of 100? Does it break everything? Yeah. <laughs> um, Xdebug just recently celebrated its 15th year anniversary. And as a community, we got together and bought, De uh, bought Derek, Rathens, Derek right? a bunch of whiskey. Yeah, <laughs> you know? I, I seen the post. It was yeah. uh, it was a very fun little project. Uh, it was very interesting. I, I kind of helped organize it, and it was very interesting because we couldn't just broadcast it to everybody because we didn't want Derek to know Secret. what we were doing. So <laughs> we were a lot of us were using um, Twitter DM to contact everybody <laughs> we could think of. But um, I mean, it, the, for the work that Derek's, Derek's put into Xdebug, it, it's pennies on the dollar what he should have been um, paid for that. So we do appreciate Derek everything you've given us. Speaking of which, we do appreciate um, everything, Joshua, that you do for the PHP community. Uh, we mentioned the user group, but why don't you tell everybody what the, um, the URL is? Uh, phpvegas.com. Uh, you can also see us on meetup.com. Okay. So if you're here in Vegas or in the Vegas area, or if you're going to be in the Vegas area, check them out and see if you can attend one of their meetings. Well, Josh, I want to thank you for taking the time out of your schedule here at ZenCon to be with us. I know you could have been at a talk, but you're actually sitting here with me in the um, exhibit hall. I want to thank you for that. Thank you for everything that you do for the PHP community, because I know that a lot of times being the leader of a user group is a, is a thankless job. The only time people notice it is when things go wrong. So <laughs> let me be proactive and say thank you for everything that you're doing for PHP. Oh, well, likewise, Cal. Uh, you, you've been an instrumental mentor in all of this as well. So thank you. Thank you, sir. Yeah. Well, and I want to thank you, the audience, for being with us on yet another episode of Voices of the Elephant. And we'll see you right here at the next episode. Thanks for listening to Voices of the Elephant. 
Voices of the Elephant is copyright EICC Incorporated and released under a Creative Commons attribution, no derivatives, share and share alike license. To nominate someone to be a guest on Voices of the Elephant, visit our website and click on the nominate link. The URL is voicesoftheelephant.com. Elephant is of course spelled E-L-E-P-H-P-A-N-T.